Well, for the first time in, I don't know, a month and a half, uh, we went live on time. Hey, look at that. If a podcast goes live on time and there's no one to listen, does it go live? It did. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It matters yeah. to me, damn it. <laughs> well, we're here to belittle that accomplishment, so. Well, I appreciate that. Welcome to Two Fools Rushing, folks. He's Jeff Bookman. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I love the energy, Ray. There you go. Yeah, yeah I'm excited to be a, I'm, I'm excited to be partially human today. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Do I sound okay? I mean, um, you can, you can, you don't, there's no need to keep the mic across the room from you, though. But otherwise, otherwise, you sound like you. So if that's what you were going for, mission accomplished. Ding, ding. Testing? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Is that any better on my volume? Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll just keep it there. Stop stop fucking with it. We'll be we'll be happy with functional. Well, I mean, am I at least like? Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not bad. It sounds like the microphone. I assume you're in the back that back room of your house. It sounds like you're yeah. in the bathroom, and the microphone mm -hmm. is out in the room. I assure you, it's not. <laughs> Okay. Right the, mic, the, the mic is on the toilet then? Yes. Yes. Okay. The mic is on the toilet. Okay. I... The mic is on the John. The mic is on the John guy. <laughs> well, Mike and John are always getting it on. Dude, you need to get a hold of your house. Yeah. Just say, hey, what am I running a brothel here? And if I am. Well, Mike and John are always there. Make sure you're getting your 15% off the top. Yeah, that's all we care about. We're blind. We don't care. So the question becomes, does Dylan sound weird to anyone else or is it just me? Dylan sounds a little, yeah, a little distant. Off. Okay. It's is not... that better? Yes. Hmm. Okay. So I, I think mean, the mic in my phone is picking it up and not. And yeah, I have my earbuds, earbuds in, but I think the mic on my phone looks like three feet from their way to you. Sound I knew what you said there. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and assume it was English. So, uh, anybody watch uh, anything cool? Watch lots of cool things. So probably nothing cool that I watched. I watched one thing that I really enjoyed. What was that? We'll uh, go with enthusiasm first. Okay. Uh, I saw the Batman because it's finally on HBO Max. Oh, it is. Uh, it is 
really fucking long. Uh, I, I'm going to start with the, with things that I did not necessarily care for. It's really fucking long. Uh, and there was one point like an hour in where, uh, he's, he's being, uh, where, uh, he's being mopey. And, uh, I was just like, this is Edward cosplaying as Batman. Uh, which was weird for me, uh, and equally hilarious. Uh, and, and those were, those were really the two things that I did not care for. Uh, otherwise it's a fucking stellar movie. Uh, and the whole thing would work like as not even a superhero movie. Like it is, it is a fantastic thriller. Brad was trying to tell me about it at work, and uh, he said it was kind of a Sherlock Holmesy kind of feel to it, where he's trying to suss it out, detective, be a detective. Yeah. So yeah, and it it was. I'm like, well, they needed they needed something other than just Ben Affleck being really angry. And and the the thing I enjoyed most about this. Um, I, I don't know the exact amount of screen time, but there is significantly more Batman than there is Bruce Wayne. Uh, okay. uh, so it's... Uh, uh, yeah, the like if you look at the math on it from like kind of everything before Nolan's... Um, yeah, Bruce Wayne plays big in Nolan's. Right, but like Bruce Wayne is is a huge central character, and it's all about the billionaire playboy. Uh, whereas uh, this movie framed things in a way where it was, at least to me, it was very clear, uh, and I I appreciated this that Batman was the character and Bruce Wayne was the costume, and they finally have portrayed that that way and i i really appreciated them doing that uh it, that that was how it's supposed to be yes and they historically have done it the other way around um paul dano as the riddler was like just del delightfully terrifying i'm not sure i know who that is it uh, seems like that role he would go all in i don't know who he is from anything else either I just know that. Yeah, I. Uh, he was in There Will Be Blood. Ah, haven't seen he, it. The other person, okay. He was the uh, brother in Little Miss Sunshine. Uh, I don't know that I've seen that. Okay, yeah, I've I've seen him in things, but. Yeah, yeah. Besides yeah. those two things, he's in a lot of other. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he is. Uh, but as like the direction that they took the Riddler in this as a very, like, the best equivalent is, uh, Zodiac, uh, just a cerebral serial killer. Uh, the one with, uh, with Robert Downey Jr. and Dick Gyllenhaal? No, I meant the Zodiac, I, I mean the Zodiac killer. Oh, Okay. I watched that and I'm like, that's not what I was getting when Brad was describing this movie, but okay. 
Yeah, no, uh, it, the Zodiac Killer, uh, like cryptic ciphers and okay. uh, bizarre messages that kind of went along with, in addition to the riddles. Um, and it, it, it was just a, it was a, it was a, a portrayal of the Riddler I'd not seen before, but had maybe been done in comics. Uh, yeah. That was kind of refreshing. I want to say that uh, it was mid '90s ish. Um, shortly, like after Thank the you. Frank Miller uh, revival. Ooh, those tots are hot. That I feel hot, like hot. there was a version of the Riddler that was more along with what you're describing. But it was uh, like everybody that they got to portray, the people that they portrayed were fantastic. Colin Farrell was completely unrecognizable. Farrell was in it? Uh, he was a penguin, wasn't he? Yeah. And he is, he is in full, they've got him in like a full prosthetic piece on his face uh no nicole said once she was like he did something with her eyes uh, with his eyes that she had seen him do before and she's like that was the only thing that gave it away for her i think another right guy don't yeah okay it does not look anything like him okay well, there for a second, I was thinking, am I thinking of the Colin that was on SNL? Did Weekend Update? Um, Not Colin Joes. <laughs> he does right now. I was thinking about in the 90s with Norm McDonald. Oh. Um, yeah, that'd be cool now. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I, I know it's based on the But it, it, because I, I believe this to be a worthwhile endeavor. Uh, if I mean, it's a two hour, 56 minute time commitment. I feel like that is an absolutely worthwhile endeavor. Um, it, this movie does the thing that we like, and we talk about how we like. Uh, it drops you Lots into of this. What main character death? Gratuitous uh, main character death? No, the other thing we like, where uh, no where the content creators are dropping you into an already existing world, and they're not holding your hand to explain shit. Oh, okay. They treat you. They treat you like an adult, and so it's like there's, there's not a shitload of time devoted to uh, Batman's parents dying. In fact, I don't remember them showing that part at all. Uh, his parents play like a key part in the overall story, but uh, not in the like tortured by their death why do you keep showing me fucking pearls falling on concrete i get it 
that has done in every other movie so many times that it's disgusting. <laughs> so I, 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 I feel just, I think very highly of this movie. Right. So, yeah. There, you got my enthusiasm. Now Ch Chad can shit all over whatever he wanted to talk about. No, no, I, I'm not going to shit all Actually, over it. Um, <laughs> I watched Independence Disaster. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I saw that popped up somewhere for me. Okay, so... Are we all familiar with Mac and me? <laughs> Only from the Paul Rudd. I have no idea what you said, Dylan. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, Paul Rudd, whenever he shows up for a movie uh, uh, interview, Paul shows. Yeah, the clip he shows is from Mac and me. He said Mac and me? No. I don't know. It's a running joke where in the fake clip that they show, every time he's like, and hey, we got a clip of the movie to play. And he'll play Mac and Me, where he's going oh. down the hill, as opposed okay. to whatever okay. his actual movie. Gotcha. Uh, so Mac and Me was a Coca-Cola-backed uh, attempt to capture the amazingness that was E.T., um, this was the Mac and Me of Independence Day. Okay. Um, it was Coca-Cola backed? No, it was not Coca-Cola backed. But Mac and Me was just like a straight ripoff of E.T. Changing a few things here and there so it wasn't obvious to, you know, like... Copyright infringement. Okay, so just enough to not get sued. Right, right. So Independence Disaster is Independence Day with a worse budget, worse actors. A little bit of a twist. And I will say, Whoever was in charge of alien creature craft design, I hope that they use this movie as part of their resume. Because the the spaceships in, in that kind of, uh, I don't want to say the special effects because the special effects are bad. <laughs> uh, it is, it is sci-fi TV movie, sci-fi channel level production oh but uh, now like a october sci-fi quality or any other time of the year any other time of the year okay um so it's, so it's you know it's made for tv budget but um the the design of the alien crafts and and whatnot is really well done and was not a complete and utter ripoff of any other movie. I was, I, I'm not going to lie, I would have 
lined up and watched a sequel if if it would have had the same creature design. Because it was it was very well done. They were interesting crafts. It made it actually I was mad that there was not more screen time for for the that part of it. Even with the bad effects, like they were they were really well done. Uh, so yeah, it was God, it was a good time. Even even knowing that it was like this super cheesy, ridiculous ripoff. Um it was it was worth a watch. I'm, I'm starting to think that that's your jam though. What? Super cheesy ripoffs. <clears throat> that's definitely um, the, the the stick you're stuck in right now because uh you uh like that what IMDB IMDB TV, yes. Yeah. I, I watched it on IMDB TV. Now it's not that that's a shtick I'm stuck in. It is a Okay, how to best describe this. So I worked with Steve-O the Monster Slayer, as, as we called him on the podcast before. Um, and Steve-O showed me the love that you can have for the Sam Raimi Evil Dead style of, of horror movie. The, I don't have a good budget, so I'm going to make this movie that is ridiculous and some people would call bad, knowing that it's going to be that and I'm going to lean into it. And like, it, can you call purposefully B-movie a, a genre? I mean, like self-aware? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think there's a genre of like self-aware movies like that. Okay. I, I enjoy those and IMDb TV gives me the perfect vehicle to watch those because one of the hallmarks of that genre has just been the most over the top punny title that you can come up with. And I have stuck to my plan that all the movies I'm going to watch on IMDb TV, I am picking because of the name. So you don't like uh, resolved endings, but you like pun beginnings. I mean, if you start a zombie movie and you're like, we're going to call this Eat Brains Love. Okay, well, you've sold me. I'm going to watch it. But I, that I kind of felt the same way about the movie Slither. If anyone else besides Mr. Bookman and I have watched Slither? I mean, that was a James Gunn vehicle, was it not? I don't know. Was it I, a James Gunn vehicle? I believe it was. Okay. I love that movie. It, that's, I guess that's the what I would call the poster child for that kind of sub, mm. sub-genre of self-aware ridiculousness now slither had a little better budget than than most things in that genre but 
Yeah, it was in that weird bubble in the 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. It's not critters or anything like that. No. Don't talk shit about critters. Critters. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I knew somebody out there would be a fan, so. Critters 1 and Critters 2 are hilarious, good, fun movies. Oh, I love critters? how terrible it gets after the second one. I see. Like it I just gets it gets comically bad. I think Critters three because there's four of them, right? Uh, if you're not counting the recent other half a dozen, the recent made for TV. Made for TV. There, there was a recent one. You knew this. It was on Sci-Fi. I knew that they had talked about it. I didn't. I didn't know it ever got made. Oh, okay. So then there's that one, and then there's uh, I, there's a web series. If I'm remembering things correctly. Yes. Yes, there is a web series. I am aware of that. I was. <clears throat> I was gonna. I was worried that I might be misremembering uh, the circumstances nope. surrounding that, and that I was gonna have to gaslight myself about it. Nope. Because the web series is what had me originally thinking about the potential to get uh critters as an ip for a game okay yeah i know we yeah. talked about critters at some point at length yeah yes because i wanted to make a game about critters because it's one of those ridiculous properties that i think would lend itself well to a tabletop I th oh. I think you could make any kind of like you know the aliens are evading the monsters are coming up from the sewer kind of game you know I think that could be a board game or a card game. One of the things that I truly enjoyed about Critters was the idea that uh, that I mean they talked they they showed a little bit in the first one but in the second one the second one is when they become super critter right. Uh, yes, I think so. Although, yeah. I mean, yeah. there, there continues being, you know, some minor changes in the the third and the fourth one. Okay. I mean, the other thing that endears the Critters franchise to me is that everybody when I was a kid called me Critter. So... So much, much like other things given to you, that you didn't ask for. You leaned into it and owned it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else didn't I ask for, but I leaned into it and afforded? Hanging chads, a religion. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, the collegium. That's true. That's true. I do have a habit of that. God. Thanks for pointing it out, Ray. You're welcome. Makes me feel awful. Why? I. I, that that's one of the things that endears me to you that you I don't care I'll make it work yeah or I like it or this has merit I that you, know. you are prince I think it I, yeah, I there you go okay I'll I'll, I'll I mean, with that. you 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 were you were raised in a deeply religious household that limited your intake of of Oh know, yeah, everything, and though you do not embrace it anymore, you're still knowledgeable about it and respect other people's uh, 
adherence to it. Yeah, I try. So, but I think that's that's probably what got me to. That's what being an adult is. Yeah. yeah, I think that's probably what kind of gave me the the uh, ability to just kind of roll with whatever is yeah. because I had to. This is all I'm getting. May as well like it. Yeah. No, I get you. I I watched a movie that uh, is completely out of my character. Uh, just for the fact that it an actor, a certain actor. No, oh, what Laurie? Hugh Grant movie did you watch? Not Hugh Laurie, oh. Hugh Grant. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a movie I should not have watched because of a certain actor. It's called This Is How It Ends, and one of the two leads is uh, Forrest Whitaker. Yes. And like, we know how I love yeah. Forrest Whitaker. That is a great movie. It's a really good movie. Uh, I I can see why Chad likes it. As, as the credits roll, I'm thinking, yeah, Chad will love this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, basically just... It's a disaster movie from the perspective of the people experiencing the disaster. They have no re- no explanation why. They never get an explanation why. I like that uh, about it. Yeah, I, I I respected that part about it. The uh, Rick Grimes walk into the woods at the end was a little. Oh come on! I mean, even even the guys participating in this see this coming, right? Oh, he just walked into the woods and disappeared. No, walked into the woods with a guy and knowing he's going to try and kill him. You know, and that Rick, was it? Rick Grimes and uh, um, God, Shane, whatever his last name was. Sure. On Walking Dead, they walk, and Rick's the whole time knows he's just going to wait for him to pull a gun on him. But uh, yeah, there were some cool parts about it. Uh, it's one of those like the world ends, the disaster comes, society starts to break down, but they immediately end out in the middle of the boonies, and you never see that breakdown. You just see these people. I really enjoyed the town that was on complete lockdown. Yeah, yeah. That uh, that town I understood. That town. I can believe the reservation. Uh, I didn't quite understand that. Uh, the cars just on the road, the basically pirates, I guess. That was a little, I don't know, strange. But now it was, I was desperate to watch something and it looked like the only thing that was halfway decent. And then I watched another movie that I actually had fun with, except for, I think it was the purpose. You were supposed to hate the one character. Uh, Lords of Metal. Yes. I I like that movie. I thought I was going to be the only one to talk about that movie. No, no. I, I, I 
strolled over it and got to the uh, through the little like trailer it shows when you're yep. scrolling through a, um, your streaming service. Yep. And <clears throat> yeah, as soon as I saw the cello, I was like, okay, I gotta watch this. This is, this is enough. That's enough. Yeah. I wanna. Yeah. I wanna. The unconventional or unconventional heavy metal band. Yeah, I, I, I gotta see that. Yep. The the main kid, not the long, not the the one, the narrator. Yeah. I the whole time I'm like, where do I know this kid from? Where do I know this kid from? And I don't think I ever found an answer, but he looks super familiar. Or he looks so much alike, so much like someone else famous or some other young actor that I was thinking it was him the whole time. But yeah, it was pretty good. Yes. I I, I would like a little more uh, explanation about uh, the older kid's mom. Like, what happened there? Why did she just leave? Or did I miss the narration at the beginning? Nope, just just, no, just not there. Just not there. Okay. But yeah, that was a fun movie. Yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. But and other than that, I just watched Moon Knight and the Thor Love and Thunder trailer. Yeah. Which looks looks freaking awesome. It's very interesting to me how many people uh, are super mad about Thor. Why? Why? Because she's Jane Foster. She's not Thor. Give her a new name. I mean, that's comics accurate. If they yeah, go, and, if they go um, if they go super comics accurate, being Thor is the only thing that keeps her cancer at bay. Yep. Yeah. Well, and. Read the fucking hammer, people. Whoever should hold this hammer, if he be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor. So basically, she is the mighty Thor. The yep. mighty Thor being her superhero name. Yep. Just like Captain Marvel or Spider-Man or whatever. If you Captain if you got the power to wear the suit, America. you're the man. You're the guy. Captain fucking America. Yeah. Yeah. They bitching about uh, Sam. Being no. called Captain America? No. Well, I mean the the inbred hillbilly racists are, but that's not because yeah, well, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, they can so. go get COVID at a Trump rally. Yeah. Oh, uh, Karen's okay. friend. <laughs> a little interlude here. Karen's friend uh, called her last week. Uh, Wednesday night begging to go to a concert with her. She had tickets. She she said, I buy the tickets. You just need to go with me. It's Friday night. And Karen's like, okay, fine. It was down in Columbus. It was Kid Rock. Oh, Jesus I'm like, Christ. I'm like, for fuck's sake. Well, the girls call and they're like, is mom not home? And I'm like, mom's at a Trump rally. <laughs> and Darby's like, is she really? And I go, no, she went to see Kid Rock. <laughs> I mean, goes, okay, it's a Trump rally where Trump doesn't show up. 
<clears throat> oh, she said there was a big jumbotron, and Trump said, you know, blah blah blah, welcome, blah blah, blah. enjoy, you know, child rock, you know, whatever. I'm like, I I give you a dollar if he can name a kid rock song. I don't know. Some of those lyrics just sound like you're having a stroke, so I think it might work. <laughs> Yeah, he could probably stumble upon ball with the ball. Uh, but no, that was, that was my dumb interlude. But yeah, Lords of Metal was fun. Uh, Trump, the Thor trailer, I'm I'm excited. I, yes. You know, ever since they announced it, I was excited, and uh, I agree. Uh, Natalie Portman looks a little ripped, but they've covered up enough of her face in that uh, scene. And the focus is on the hammer and kind of her eyes. That could be someone else's body. <laughs> good. I don't yeah. think it is. But I don't think good. it is either because uh, um, I've seen the uh, images of Chris Helmsworth, uh, his just his, like his arm from working out, getting ready for the movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I expect that from, you know, him, but uh, I can see how that would uh, overflow into the other lead. Yeah. Well, Hemsworth is also bulking up to uh, play Hulk Hogan in a uh, biopic. Biopic. I don't know that he needs to bulk up any for that. Like he, he did, he did, and he does. Like he is superhero jacked. He is not wrestler jacked. Wrestler jack is a little more uh, fluffy. Yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. a little more showy. Okay. Take your word for it. But, uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, I watch wrestling as a child. Like me? No, I, I... I avoided it like the plague. Brian liked it, so therefore it sucked. I like it in spite of your brother. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, but you didn't have to watch it with his brother. I so. have watched it with his brother before. Ew. I've gone to his house for pay-per-views in the past. And oh, honest to God, like it is exactly what time. you would... It, whatever image you have in your mind I, of how that event went is exactly how that event went. I think... Yeah. It, I don't think we can no longer call that the past. We need to call that the way back. Are we that old? One was, yeah, it's 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 probably been twenty years since you've been to Brian's house. Uh, no, we had we had at least one of the kids. Okay, so twelve, fifteen years. Mm, I I seem to recall the last time I helped them move was like the week I started at where I work now. So that was really almost twelve years. And I know we were up there at least once after that because huh. they moved someplace else in the intervening time and did not ask us to help them move that time. Well, come this fall, it'll be a year since I've talked to him. So, because uh, uh, I was at a I was at a football game for the girls when, yeah, uh, when he, I got uh, the he he blew got, up at my dad. Yeah. <clears throat> Did he come to Origins one year? Long time um, ago. Like within the last like 
eight years or something? No, I not with us. Yeah, um, I don't think it was eight years. I think it was longer than that. Okay, I don't know. Can't remember. I know I saw him probably ten years ago. A little less than that. I don't know. Well, if you saw him up in Sandusky. Uh-huh, yeah. We were on vacation, and I literally just met him up at the baseball field and, like, caught some balls while his son had practice just because we were miles apart at that point. Yeah. Okay. Well, his daughter, his oldest, graduates from college this year, so. Jesus. Jesus. Yes. Because the time I saw him before that, she was, like, and his youngest because they help move and his youngest graduates from high school this year so i used to change his oldest diapers he never did pay me for watching her <laughs> you're fooled expected um yeah, enough about him. No, I'm, I'm done with that. Uh, now my sister isn't talking to my parents, so uh, I, I don't. I don't know. Well, luckily you got a new sister, so you can see if yeah. that one's any better. Um, it's all. I think both falling out is over that sister. So what? Oh, okay. Yeah. The girl my parents uh, are guardians of. Their mom died, and they're yeah. trying to take care of. Uh, well, there's a bunch of debate with uh, Social Security and with uh, insurance and all this stuff. So my parents are on a fixed income trying to support a child who, <clears throat> you know, yeah. has no income. And so they're struggling. And sure. when when my mom called my sister to, you know, express grief and, you know, trouble, you know, just somebody to talk to him. My sister just basically threw it back in her face. Well, you picked this road, you know, kind of thing. So classy. Yeah. It was kind of a dick move. Fancy me. I mean, when she called me check on me, cause I was home, you know, broken leg to see how I was doing. And she was kind of, I could hear it in her voice. She was a little huffy. And um, I asked what's wrong, and she got into it. And I said, you know, if it was me, I would become the biggest pest to that person at, at uh, Children's Services, uh, Social Security. What? I would call them every fucking day until they got sick right. of seeing my number and they yeah. solved my problem. Be mailing that bitch I, a Snickers a day. Yeah. Yeah, I, I said, I don't know how to fix your problem, but I know how to annoy the fuck out of somebody until they fix mine. I mean, they're... Be the, be the person, be the thumbtack on their chair until you get what you need. What county is your parent? My parents live in Mifflin, just, just below Mifflin. Uh, so I think it's still Ashland County. Okay. Um... When we're not recording, uh, mm -hmm. message me about that. Okay. For, for our Athenas? 
Uh, yeah, because I'm I'm for reasons. Let's let's move yeah. on for now. Yeah, yeah. yeah I I, get, I, I, get I don't know what. <clears throat> I, I don't think my wife can actually do anything, but my wife can keep well, keep your parents resources. Yeah. Well, they're they're trying. Well, another problem is the. Uh, the church has offered to help, but my parents, you know, don't want, don't want that. And I'm like, fucking take the help. You're helping yeah. someone. They want to help. Don't bogart the goodwill here. Take care yeah. of the fucking child. Yeah. So rare churches actually give back that, you know, it's, you should yeah, take it's, them up it's, on the offer. It's the church this child goes to. Right. So yeah, they want to, they want to help. You know, provide for her in her loss. Don't you know? I'm sorry. You know how? how yeah, my my parents aren't for handouts and stuff, but this isn't a handout. This no, is it's not a handout for them. It's this a is a giving kid. This is yeah, and this is giving back to someone. You know, this is why you support the church. It should be. So yeah, so I um, mean, that's another. I, I kind of agreed with that point when when I heard Michelle kind of like, well, was your dumbass to tell them no? I'm like yeah, right. that, that's true. Yeah, but you know, Brian Brian threw a fit because they were going to Charlie's games, and she was in. The marching band so they were going to football games to watch charlie march uh her mom was sick uh they live in that school district it's like you know two miles from their house brian lives in huron which is an hour away you know and he's you know why you go to her game and not every game my kid plays like what okay is angel dying yeah you know my my uh, my kids went to Ashland, and my parents went to two of their games in their senior year. So I don't want to hear it. It's you're being stupid. Yeah. So that that was their that was their falling out, and well, that was the straw that broke the camel back. And then Brian brought up a whole bunch of other issues, and then uh, Michelle, my mom got into it over that too. So I'm just trying to stay away from it. I don't I, I don't I don't bring any. Uh, unique knowledge to this case other than be a pest. That's how you get government to do stuff for you. Yep. That it is. Uh, that's all I know. Um, beyond that, I, I'm sorry. I got no money for you either. So, <laughs> so um, I don't know. My family's fucked up. Uh, but hey, I got I got my second cast taken off Tuesday, and I'm in my air cast. I can actually walk, be it kind of a stutter step. I can climb stairs. I don't have to scoot upstairs to go to bed on my butt. It's still a pain I'm, in the ass on stairs. It's still a pain in the ass on stairs, but I can do it standing on my feet, not sitting on my head. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm happy. Um, we went to, we went to, Karen and I went to B-dubs last night for dinner. Uh, so I, that's the first time I've been out of the house other than work and the doctors. 
And Easter Sunday, I did go to my in-laws. Uh, but that was the first time I've been anywhere uh, since this all started. I've pretty much just been a shut-in. So that gave me a little bit of a jolt of confidence. So I think I'm going to try to make it to D&D this week at uh, guys here in town, which it's been almost two months since I've seen them. So <sighs> see if I can remember what life was like. I have I have two stories that I think both are funny. Um, okay, good because uh, this or, is getting depressing. Or I, and then a third thing, which was a stupid thing that I did that you probably also think is funny. Uh, Usually, do you guys want to hear about my new therapist, the bathroom, or the break room? Go with the break room. It sounds the least. Threatening. The bathroom sounds like there's going to be pee on the floor. Uh, there's not. The bathroom, somebody's, the bathroom somebody's is slipping on that pee. The bathroom is going to be the reason I put a trigger warning in the show notes. Okay. So anybody coming into this is aware. Uh, was there a shooting? There was not. Okay. I'll, I'll get there. I'm going to tell all three. Oh, uh, you said trigger warning. Yeah. Go ahead. Dylan, pump the brakes there, son. <laughs> Dial it back, kid. Uh, yeah. So, so in, in the break room at work, we've got this industrial Keurig, and it's the only place I can get hot water for my tea in the morning. Mm -hmm. uh, the display on the front of it was uh, was complaining about. Uh, a pod being in the thing and it wanted it removed and it wasn't going to give me water until I did something about it. So I'm like, fine. He's just you know. quietly blowing up the mic. Me. Sorry. Okay. I was helping. Sure. Uh, so, uh, it's like, clear the pot out. So I, I open it up cause I'm like, whatever. I open it up to take the pot out and the pod falls behind the receptacle that it's in into some chasm that is filled with other pods and i'm like oh that doesn't look right and so it's like just beyond where my fingers can get and this is when i had the dumbest idea uh that i've had in a long time because so i'm like i think i can fit my hand in there mm -hmm. how many hours later did they retrieve your hand fun fact i could fit my hand in there uh the problem doesn't that have is, like a giant needle in it uh Oh, yeah, it cut the shit out of the back of my hand. Uh, secondary to that, once I got it in there, uh, there was a there were pieces on each side of my hand that were pinching down in such a way that it caused my hand to start to swell. This is this is a horror story. Uh, and so uh, I spent. I spent a while. uh longer than I would like to admit, uh, frantically trying to get unstuck from the Keurig before anyone saw me. Because they already think I'm weird. I don't need that. And then obviously I got unstuck because I'm, I'm here. 
Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make sure. I don't know. This is obvious. Yeah. You could have a curious picture in. Yeah, suspiciously, his camera is not on. So we're not sure if there's, you know, a right hand shoved in the curious. That's fair. I was gonna say, is anyone's camera on? No. <laughs> no. So wait, did you get your hot water? I did. Okay. I was ultimately able to get my hot water and have my tea. And then I went back to my desk and provided first aid because I keep a first aid kit in my backpack because this is the shit that happens to me. Well, we've all are, seen. Are you providing first aid that's for yourself? Yes. Yes. You know, it's just for himself. Yeah. We've all seen him try to put up a foolish media booth at uh, at a, an event and try to cut his dick off. So. No. Yeah. I, but I'm allowed to help now because we use those elasticy things and not zip yes. ties that require yes. a knife. You're well. Yeah, I still don't know why you gotta stick your dick in the BBC pipe though. Yeah, that, that was a little weird. Because it was a Thursday. I just asked you to hold these three pipes. That's true. Know. It's usually a Thursday. You could have put two in one hand, but no. no I was trying he to go in pipe and just unzip his pants. What's the bathroom story? All right. So uh, just for context, uh, they like two, year, two years ago, they swapped the men's and women's room on my floor uh, because of the disproportionate. <clears throat> okay. We see where this is going. Next story. Uh, no, you don't. A woman shat in a urinal. No, uh, it's just the men's room. Is, the men's room is abnormally large. It's got two urinals and five, five stalls. Is it because uh, you had more dudes than women, or was yeah, there a reason was the, behind it? That was why they, uh, years and years ago, there was a, a a customer care team that was in there that was predominantly women, so it made sense for the the bathroom that had all the all the stalls to be a women's room. But the math has flipped because it's mostly one department now that is predominantly male. So I was. At the sink, washing my hands, and uh, a guy I knew come comes out of a stall, and he's like, "Oh, hey, bookman! I see you're still wearing that thing. You must be doing that because it makes you think it makes you look good." Now, I am one of the few. Was people it a Keurig? It was not a Keurig. Uh, oh, tie those stories together. I was not. Yeah. Uh, Goddamn, you did. I'm one of the few people in the office that still wears a mask uh, when I'm, when I'm there, when I have to get around oh, other yeah. people. Uh, because I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm still gun shy on that. And so I, I just point blank proclaimed, uh, yeah, COVID killed my dad. So I'm going to probably wear the mask a while longer. Yeah. That's kind of a Trump card. Go for it. It was silent for a second. And he's like, no, I meant the boot. Cause I've still got my air cast on. Oh, oh. I mean, it would be even better if you were wearing a Batman mask. Uh, there was a guy that was drying his hands. He's like, I'm done. Uh, there was another guy. That, was in the stall. <laughs> that guy's my hero. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that guy's he awesome. just, he's drying his hands. He, he's clearly not done. He just he throws the paper towel away. He's like, I'm done. And just, <laughs> I'm he, done gets, I'm... he gets the fuck out of there. There's another guy I'm not here anymore. <laughs> who was Mitch 
there was another guy who was mid shit and he was just like, Ooh, <laughs> which I mean, it's 50, 50 on what he, he was assumed, crying out for. He assumed that was in relation to your conversation. But, yeah, not I think it was, was my doing. thing and not what he was working on. Okay. Uh, okay. They were both shitty. Yeah. That's definitely, this is definitely the better story. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, to, to play it off, I was like, uh, well, I mean, the, uh, I, I've been paying free with the boot for like two days now and I got another two weeks with it. So I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm good. I think, um, I do think the mask makes me look good though. And then walked away. I would have just said something like, yeah, the, the boot had nothing to do with my dad and just left. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was hilarious. Now, what was the last story? The uh, my new therapist. Therapist. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, so it, to, to for context, this is therapy for physical therapy, mental therapy. Let me tell my therapy. Let my let me tell my story. We'll get there. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I had an errand to run after work uh, last week. Uh, and I ended up having to park blocks away from the place I needed to go. Uh, so I'm parking my car and I see some dude dragging, dragging a swap meets worth of shit behind him on the sidewalk. Uh, and he's just coming up to a, a collection of park benches as I'm getting out of the car. And I'm like, that motherfucker's going to be there when I come back. And I go, I do my thing and I come back. I, I just hit the power lock, sir. Sir, you got any change? Now, I think I've talked about before. Uh, Nicole is not a huge fan of me carrying cash when I leave the house. Uh, because I will pay anyone who tells me a good story uh, that is panhandling. Just Okay. That's just... That's my rule of thumb. I don't care if it's legitimate or not. If they have a good enough story just to get him to shut up right no 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 like it's <laughs> I, in my mind they're all fucking conning me to try and get cash and so i'm paying for them i'm paying them for the quality of the story that they have told me all right you're rewarding yeah. the, the imagination yeah yeah I, just I like you go to watch a movie you're paying for somebody's story yeah so this movie's just a little sadder and on the corner I had I had a couple quarters in my pocket, which I don't normally have pocket change, and I had I knew I had a one because uh, it, 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 that was all part of the change uh, from from my stop, and so I'm like, yeah, whatever. So I go over where the guy is, and I'm like, you yeah, know, here you go, and I tell him because I think it's funny that I'm not allowed to carry money when I leave the house because uh, I make questionable choices. And this is where this gentleman became fun. Um, so this guy smelled like booze, like real bad. Uh, and uh, he didn't have whites in his eyes. They were uh, a really jaundiced color. Just for context. Uh, he, he then proceeds to explain to me, uh, before he has taken my money, uh, that he is 
he is uh, putting himself through school, uh, and he's working on a he's working on a, a psychologist degree, so he can make the big bucks. Uh, and this is when he presented me an offer to get in on the ground floor before he's charging fifty four thousand dollars an hour. I am not making that number up. That is the number he said. That's a that's a that's a. That was a very specific number. And so uh, he's like, you know, and, and I'm, he's like, I am here all the time. So anytime you want to talk, you can come on down and talk to me. And I was like, thank you. I'll, I'll keep that in mind, sir. And he's like, now, and I, I really think I can help you. He's like, because, you know, I'm thinking about what you said to me. And I think, I think that there is a path for you to find uh, true happiness and contentment within yourself like okay uh do tell because <laughs> i'm curious I'll at this it. point because uh like the package did not match the delivery uh no, wait are you in the work parking lot right now or what, what parking I'm, lot i'm on high street okay i'm like way up on high street north of the north of osu okay and, and so, uh, like, but it's like way north of OSU. And so he uh, north of Clintonville, or uh, no, it's not north of two seventy. Okay. I don't know where I don't know where Clintonville is. So that's okay. I don't know. Uh, You're fine. Okay. Uh, and so, then, lives. so then he proceeds to tell me my path to contentment. And, uh, and I, I, I bring it, I've already shared it with others and I, I've been waiting for the opportunity to share it with you guys. The key and the path to happiness, uh, is in achieving a greater level of control over my wife and helping to shape who and what she is and what I need her to be for me. Knowing your wife, good luck. That's not a dick on your wife, just on your ability. Oh, no. This is like the most toxic thing anybody's ever said to me and been absolutely serious. And this dude was fucking dead serious. And uh, I don't know if the buck 50 I gave him as a retainer for future services or not, but I've thought about going back just to see what ridiculous shit he tells me moving forward. I think you should send a call to him. Uh, I mean, I did like, as soon as I got in the car and got moving, I called her and told her about what the key to happiness was. And she you signed her up for couples therapy. She laughed. And and after I told her like what I was supposed to do, she's like, the fuck you will. I was like, yes, ma'am. Sounds like she found her path to happiness. (laughs) She did. So yeah, that's the dumb shit that's happened to me this past week. Okay, okay. So I'm back in the office this week. Going exactly as I expected. Like, I got in on Monday. Got my Adderall now, so, you know, I can actually focus on stuff. And I had done Is all Adderall of my work and by... No, it's... Prescription Adderall. It's got my name on it and everything. And, uh, yeah, I was done with work by 1030. And so I had to fill the rest of the day. 
Oh, Jesus. And it sucked. Wait, you were done with what you needed to do by 1030 or you were just done with what was no like all all of my work that was on my checklist for that day was completed by 1030. Okay. I mean, I it's my slow week, but like fuck. It's so hard to kill six hours. Legally, yeah. I mean, you can sit there and surf the internet and get in trouble. Uh, Right. If I do too much on the internet, I'll get in trouble. If I play on my phone, somebody will walk by, I'll get in trouble. The other fantastic thing. I would pull out my iPad and start drawing, but, you know. Because you're job is conducive to drawing. Well, they wouldn't like it. Anyway. Uh, Bookman, are all your people back? Uh, Yes, because all of my people are, or you mean like everybody in my department? Correct. I'm guessing not. No. No. Uh, I could not give you an accurate count of how many people in the department or what percentage is still out, Uh, but I can tell you all of, like all of my direct report people are in. Because they're considered members of leadership and an edict was handed down from corporate in July that anybody who was in a position of leadership had to be back in office by the deadline they gave. Okay. So, I lost, yeah, I ours actually, was basically... I lost a lead over that. Right. Ours was basically professional level and above, or whatever they called it. I yeah. It was professional level. Um, so... I'm back and like half the floor is still empty. Yep. That's uh, because they're all frontline. They're considered frontline, even if they're not on the phones. Yeah. They're just, you know, and that's physically putting orders in. That's what, that's what we've got. It's. And there is currently no ETA on when that might be coming back to work. None that I know of. Right. That's what they're telling me as well. So we're back in the office because the chuckle fuck three bosses ahead of me decided he'd like to look out and see people on his team working in person. Because my boss was fine with everybody working from home. And my boss didn't seem to give a shit one way or the other. Right. It's funny, I was asking him today, I was like, how many people have to quit before they'll let us work from home? He's like, what? People quit, there's just more room for everybody else. (laughs) So, yeah, we're on a... We're basically just trying to lay low. Other people are asking us for stuff, like, yeah, that's not our job. And I went and explained some things today, and he's like, yeah, don't put so much detail into it. They'll ask questions, and then I'll get stuck on a phone call for three separate accounts. When we can just ignore them, and it'll be fine. So our department has gone into do what you're supposed to do, nothing else. We're unionized. We're in the process of virtually merging uh how we handle some of our work with other other peer groups okay our department in different locations yeah how many versions of your is it one other or is there multiple uh 10 
Okay. Okay. I have, I have all the different time zones, or is there, uh, like, is there uh, yeah, overseas? I, I have nine counterparts from Florida to California. Okay, all in the U.S. So, yeah. Okay. My nemesis, who doesn't know he's my nemesis, is in Texas. Yeah. Everyone's nemesis is in Texas. The guy checking all the semis and driving up prices. Yeah, eight days into that, I'm I'm over it. But what are you going to do? I mean, this is my first week back working five eights. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, it's the shit sandwich that I had not. I had choices in. Giant douche was a little questionable. But you get to pick which those five days are, right? Uh, like it, it wasn't so much the days as the hours. So I was able to have some control over my hours. Like what eight hours in the day it is? Yeah, it's I've got like four days. I'm off by four, and then uh, Tuesdays I stay till six. Because we've got a meeting at five, I don't want this. And my boss has picked up three days in uh, that I'm no longer staying after my shift ends. Mm-hmm. Like he picked up. Yeah, I mean, end. like to be fair, I didn't work. Like I didn't. There was very few situations. Usually, only at the end of the month, fell on the weekend that I would actually take my laptop home before, but I'm definitely not doing it now. Well, this was more like in the past, I would hang out, I would chew the shit, uh, talk to my employees, talk to my boss, talk to the other supervisor that works with me uh, and the leads. Uh, And that's, that was not an uncommon thing. And now it's like, if it gets to be three minutes after, I'm like, well, I gotta go. Right. All that extra time is basically eaten up by one extra commute. I'm liking my 7.30 to 4. Yeah, that's what I'm on. 7.30 to 4, half hour lunch. Except for Tuesdays, I work nine to six and take an hour lunch. If I'm going to be there till six anyways, I might as well. Is there a meeting or something you got to be at? Five o'clock. Doesn't yeah. want to miss it. So we have, uh, we can't have all of our leads in one meeting. So we have them split in two meetings. One is Monday afternoon. The other one is Tuesday, but it's at five. Uh, and since the whole point of me going back to five eights was to be there to provide additional support over a given day to my team. Uh, it makes sense for me to be in both meetings. At least that's the argument okay. I made to my boss. Um, 
Yeah, there's one fun fact I'll say when we're not on the air. Okay. But. So. Otherwise. Yeah. I, 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 have a, I have a question for you, Mr. Bookman, since you are in a, a position of leadership. Are you going to speak up when you ask that question? <laughs> You're very, I'm on the other side of the room. Can you hear me now? It sounds like you're yelling from the other side of the room, but sure. Yes, Mr. Kreider, Kreider, you had a question. Yes, Uh, so you have multiple members of your team. Uh, How many many people are on your team, so to speak? So it depends how you look at it. Um, Because if you're looking at the people that on paper are my direct reports, I've got 10. Yes. Okay. Uh, however, uh, it has taken me years to get Ben to understand that his leads and my leads are just the leads and it's one team, not two teams. And we're all on the same team. And he's finally on board with that, with an understanding of that. So while I have 10 people who are my direct reports, there are 20 leads. Um, and you said you had a meeting once a week. Or twice, I'm sorry, two meetings a week to get all the leads on on a meeting. Yeah, it, it's the same meeting. Like we okay. cover the same material in the Tuesday meeting that we cover in the Monday meeting. And we've got three leads that aren't able to be in either meeting because they work overnights. So we record one of the meetings and I email that out so that they can still see what was covered in the meetings. Okay. Like and, and this meeting that you have, um, is this your only meeting with your team as a whole? Um, uh, yes. I have zero meetings. I mean, it, it, as a like as a team style meeting, yes, that is the only meeting that I am having with them okay. as a group. Uh, I mean, we will still like I'll still meet with um my folks for uh like coachings and one-on-ones or other similar conversations. Maybe we got to talk about attendance or maybe somebody did something stupid and we got to talk about writing them up or whatever. Like I've got those, but as far as group meetings go uh, with my, with my direct reports, one, we have uh, like, they, they are in one meeting a week for that, for that purpose. How, how long is that? So on paper, it is scheduled for 45 minutes. Uh, and depending okay. on how much we have to talk about in a given meeting, uh, sometimes we cover everything in 45 minutes and they get out right on time. Sometimes we've had times where we've gone 20 minutes over because we just had some enough shit that we needed to talk about that week or there was some big process change coming and we wanted to ensure understanding. Okay. And... Dylan, yeah. do, you have, do you have meetings with your uh, leadership weekly? So, because this is the first week back, technically before what I had scheduled like a half hour meeting Tuesday and Thursday with okay. my boss to go over whatever needed covered for that amount of time. Um, 
it usually ended up being on average like one and a half meetings a week because one of them got pushed a couple times a month to not be needed. Um, which is literally the only time I talked to my coworkers verbally was less than an hour a week while I was at home. And I did not talk to any of my other coworkers. They were not in that meeting. It was just my boss. We were just covering any like immediate reporting that I do, if anything should be changed, or going over some responses to a few things we needed to look up. I will be right back. And it was glorious, right? Yeah. Today we scheduled a meeting. By the time the meeting actually came around because the like room got booked by somebody else, by the time we actually got to the meeting time, we just stood up at our desk and said, oh, we already fixed this? Yep. Okay. We all sat back down. Because I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to have a lot of meetings and you're going to tell us about them. And I just want to make sure that you're aware that like my meetings are less than an hour a week. Okay. I'm just trying to gauge like how common my situation is. Probably more common than it should be. You're doing service for your company. He's doing reports about other people. Uh, yeah, so, different situation. Sure, but I have a what we call a daily stand-up every day be upstanding in court it is my entire team it is scheduled for 25 minutes okay that's a weird amount of minutes i could not tell you the last time that it lasted only 25 (laughs) minutes oh yeah you're already standing you may as well talk for a bit I have the conch. It's uh, it's a it's a point of contention right now. Okay. I'm on this meeting so more than an hour. More than an hour. More than an hour. Do you get anything out of the meeting? So, okay, is it more than an hour because the whoever's running it talks too much or too many people ask questions or what? Because it ends up devolving into talking about anything and everything. Okay. Well, that's a structure problem. Yeah, yeah. that's a leadership problem. They need to get a fucking tighter grip on their... Yeah, as soon as it becomes... As soon as it becomes a discussion between two people, they need to table that and deal with it outside the meeting. No, 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 because the two of the people, one of the people is boss. So? Like. I'm not his prisoner. I got shit to do. Yeah. (laughs) It's, uh. It's becoming a struggle. I told my boss, this is fucking bullshit uh, about something I was working on the other day. And then, you know, days later, I was in there and talking and I, I just came to mind and I'm like, uh, I hope I didn't offend you when I said that. 
And he's like, no. I go, honestly, if it did offend you, I probably wouldn't want to work for you. <laughs> because if you can't <laughs> recognize, if you can't recognize that it's bullshit, then you, I, you're, you're my problem. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I get you. The, uh, the problem is there is so much that, like, should be a one-on-one -on -one kind of thing that just, there are so many meetings. Everybody uh, has an opinion about something. Well, not just that, but, like, I literally... Yesterday, I was in meetings from the time I got to work until the time I left. And not like meetings talking about projects or something. Now, are you at your desk when you're doing this meeting and you can work? Or or you got a laptop in front of you and you're still doing your reports? Or I'm shit running at your desk while you're doing this? I mean... I'm trying. I'm, loss of work was was uh, accumulated because of these meetings. Um. So I was at my desk, at my computer, trying to. Uh. It's not easy to continue to work during a lot of these meetings. I so, mean, I, I have days where I've got a sh just a shitload of meetings because just because I've got that one meeting with the people that are my direct report, that's not my only meeting in a week. Sure. I mean, Mondays I go from the, the meeting with my direct reports to the meeting with my boss. Okay. So now the, the final two hours of my Monday are meetings. Uh, okay. And Friday is the same way. I've got a meeting that starts at 2.30 and it's scheduled to go till 4.30. Uh, thankfully, it never does. I, I have lately been stuck in situations where I'm spending more time in meetings than actually working on things. Does it affect your pay? No. Then that's where they want you. Sure. But then they want to know why things aren't getting done. Uh, and you point to the meeting. And you point to the meeting, yeah. This is where you well, did an awkward, super honest thing you did before. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm in a meeting. I, I, I spent all that time that I could have done that in a meeting, or about about the things that have already been solved, or someone else was working on. Or when someone wants to question uh, why things aren't getting done, say, you know what, that's a great topic. We we should cover that in our next meeting. I like that answer. <laughs> or maybe we could have a special meeting just to talk about it. I mean, you're going to turn, you're going to change from this uh, super kind of uh, accommodating, uh, get, uh, get things done, Chad, to the guy who's bitter because we have to have meetings. 
but it's so frustrating. Oh, I get you. And I worked at a place where we started off every morning with a, a, you know, design meeting and you had to sit there while they went around the table and asked about everybody's projects. I'm like, do I have to be here to hear all, all 12 of these other people's shit? I'm not doing anything. Right. You know, this, this would be better served by the guy coming around and taking two minutes at, at my desk while I'm working on the thing and I can point to it. Yep. Let me do the thing. Yes. Yes. And then when they would bring me into a meeting with the client to discuss, you know, logos and, and stuff like, okay, you get the information. Now, granted, some of the salespeople weren't able to articulate what the sure, sure. what the people wanted, but that's that's when they brought the client back to my desk and I would work on the logo right there in front of them. But uh Get the details. Give it to me. Let me work. I'll give you six options. Yep. Okay. I like this part of this one and this part of this one. I'll put those together. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's very much where I find myself right now. Trying to like, you get you guys figure out what you need, and then come get me, and I'll work on it. When, once you guys have. Karen, Karen has, Karen has a, a saying that, no, I think Dylan's posted this today. Yet again, a 45 minute meeting that could have been solved with a two minute email. Yep. Yeah. You know, just give me the Cliff's notes at the end. I don't need to see how you got there. Give me the map when you're done. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we decided like, I'm going to spend some time standing around and just chatting with my coworkers. And if anybody comes by, I'm just going to let them know, Hey, this is the collaboration you made me come back to work for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have a manager, right? I do. And he has people above him. He does. Then you don't need to be in a meeting. Your manager takes anything that you ha are having trouble with or any question you have. If he can't answer it, he takes it to them. And then it comes down to you. And then if that doesn't solve the problem, he goes back with your rebuttals. <laughs> My all the while you're still working. <laughs> my my boss, my boss's boss is how, how would I phrase it? Too too far removed from from that. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say it's two two kobolds in a trench coat. <laughs> no, no. Um, my boss's boss is super cool, super chill, dude. Uh, his so I am three levels Me. away. Oh, I am no, I am three levels away from the CFO. Okay, so my boss's boss, you're, you're effectively a micro department within a department. 
Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. My my boss is not. Uh, you need a secretary, not a meeting. Yes. Yes. I I need minions. You you need, need you need you you and your lateral peers need a secretary that you can shift all these concerns, questions, boom, to, and she takes it to to him, and he comes to she comes back with the marching orders. Yes, that's as simple as it gets. Yeah, my. My desire, or not my desire, my need to be in meetings would be greatly reduced by having someone who could articulate these, these things in a meeting for us so that we could just, you know, do. Well, you, you have a very a one way to screw a screw kind of job, right? I mean, there's they they want this product. They ask you to do it, and there's there's. Well, I guess no. There's just different ways you can come up with a solution to get the information they want. But ultimately, as long as the product is provided, they don't give a shit how you got there, right? Um, I have a feeling they're going to very much care about what line everything falls on. So when they look at it, they don't have to read it. They want it to be on the same line every time. Sort of. They, there is a lot of uh, dealings with the fine minutia of how we do things. I mean, everything I work on answers to a higher power. I'm working on, you know, something for marvel black panther or you know whatever you know yeah. that that ultimately goes to disney and everything i did gets scrutinized and compared against the the style guide i was provided and you know sometimes i'm like where'd you get this art and i'm like well i stole that little bit from this one and, and made a border out of it oh okay you know that's yeah. fine you know that that's about the extent of my my shit but uh, it sounds like you need a a style guide. You need a fence posts. Where where to where to what where what to stay in between? Get kind it done. The, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of the one making the style guides. Okay, which which is why there's a lot of attention. This conversation is helped by the fact that I have no idea what you do. So. <laughs> Uh, and probably probably won't understand it if you took the entire podcast to explain it. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's one of those things like we have multiple ERP systems. I administrate one of them. I just so the listener knows, I'm the dumb one of the group. You're not the dumb one. You just the creative oh, one. You're not the thinking I, one. I I am the dumb one. I I am definitely not the technical one of the group. So we are working on consolidating all of our data into a data warehouse where we can report out of that for corporate mobile. Uh, we are not at a point where we can do that yet. So there is a lot of 
care given to how the reports I build get generated so that the team that is trying to build the data warehouse is capable of reproducing yes the same results from the same data yes the problem is they they decided early on they felt a lot of the data that we had was not needed in the data warehouse and now they're struggling to understand why they can't generate the reports with the same specificity. So, yeah. That sounds like an AB problem. See your way out of, out of my office. Yeah. Uh, when, when you get the data warehouse to have all this information, then you can, you can create these reports. You can make queries against it. Yeah. yeah. When you- I, I can speak the language. I've heard it in shows, but I have no yeah. idea what it means. Well, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. They are trying to build SQL queries for information that they did not capture enough of build problem. Yeah, I've heard all these terms. How this stuff is made, no idea. I, I know it's like looking at a notepad on a computer and typing a bunch of gibberish uh, oh, lines of code, no, and no. That, that, that just makes me want to cry. No, no, I don't use notepad. I use notepad++, plus plus, sir. Okay. <laughs> no, notepad++ plus plus is basically just notepad that is a little smarter to the point where it it can recognize HTML codes and shit. Yeah, yeah, it, it recognizes SQL and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. That, that's I, I, I've built websites, so I, I sort of understand that, but the even the front page that I use had shit built into it, so I didn't have to type the code, it created it for you. Well, I mean, the, the reporting software that I use uh, will generate SQL for me, I still have to go in and double check and make sure that it's, you know, valid because, uh, you know, sometimes every pro, even, you know, Adobe products like Dreamweaver will generate SQL or Dreamweaver will generate HTML that is not valid. And when you would upload it to a website, uh, yeah, all shit goes haywire. Yeah. 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 So. You know, every program has those downfalls. Uh, this one's no different. Yeah, so I just, uh, well, it's been, it, it's been a, a, a frustrating aspect. I, I mean, I was actually really happy with today because I got to spend all of my day today supporting an audit for one of our other plants uh, because they are going through the audit for the first time with a program that I helped launch for them. And they needed some specific reporting and they're like, yeah, we're not quite sure like how we're gonna need these reports. We just know that we're going to need something 
you know, that's going to pull this information. Um, but without the auditor right there saying, yeah, I need to see this, it was kind of like, well, what, what, what is it that, that they're going to want to see out of it? So, you know, it was a lot of, they would call me and say, hey, uh, the reporter wants, the, the auditor wants to see this. Okay, cool. Give me, give me 10 minutes and I'll send you over something and we'll see if that looks like what they want. It was fun. Today, today was fun. This is the first fun day of the week. And we got a, we got kickback day, uh, a holiday book from our printer. Uh, and our prepress guy printed off the page, one of the pages that uh, the printer was complaining about. And when you're looking at the page, it looks like it's cockeyed, just a hair, you know, just looking at it. It looks like it's two degrees off, you know, just not square with the page. It was absolutely square, but the border along the outside was like a candy cane kind of pattern, which <laughs> made the optical illusion that it was turning. So as you're yeah. looking at it, it looks like it's turned. But if you look at the perf, when you print it off the page, you print it with the perf, the... Yeah. The dial line that goes along thing is absolutely parallel with the edge of the border. So it's like, why are they bothering us with this shit? Just print the fucking book. Yeah. I mean, you know how much <laughs> he comes in, he goes, Does this look straight to you? And I'm like, No, it looks crooked, but I know it's straight because I can see the perk. And he's like, Very good. And um, I'm like, what, what, what is this? He's telling me, Craft Line sent it back. They, they, Hey, your your file's fucked up. You got to fix it. And I'm like, you know how much work? And I, this is my response. Sorry. You know how much work it would be to rotate all the pages one degree after snapping them into the page, right? Because they're gonna snap in square, right? When you place the picture, it doesn't come in cockeyed. You place right. the picture, it's gonna come in perfect. So that means I had to manually type in two degrees clockwise. Right. Now, you're fucking high. <laughs> There's no way to do that. Right. So, yeah, that's the only thing I, that's the only shit I deal with is with printers saying, hey, this, this has four color black in it. You know, we don't want that in a black and white page. Right. So, yeah, I am. Uh, I'm hopeful that tomorrow is uh, a no meeting day. Oh no, I've got I've got probably five meetings tomorrow. So, no, tomorrow should be uh, another enjoyable day. Um, I have uh, a meeting with one of our other teams to put together an integration between two programs, which is always fun. I love integration. Are you talking like actual programs or things you've written? I'm talking, we bought this program and we needed to speak to the program that I'm the admin of. So we need to write a integration layer program. 
Okay. Yeah, that's that. Pretty sure that was English. Okay. My takeaway from that. all this is just that you are incredibly happy to be at a job that respects and appreciates you. Ninety percent of the time, yes. Well, good luck with that ten percent. Uh, we'll back you. Uh, you. You feel free to vent to us uh, whenever from, necessary. But uh, from nine a.m. to to ten a.m. or ten thirty to ten forty-five, um, depending on the day. No. So as soon as you go in in the morning, is your you walk into the meeting? Uh, I mean, I have an hour before the meeting starts, but that's because I'm Eastern time. Oh. So that works. Hi. Well, it's nice. We've covered all of our work mission for the week, and yeah, 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 yeah. We got that covered. Yeah, uh, this is for the old men, Russian. I don't know whatever the fuck it was, but uh, yeah, real talk <laughs> for something. I don't know. Be excellent to each other. We'll be back next week, everybody.